0: The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times best-selling author, two-time Guinness World Book Record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey everybody, Dr. Bill here. So, Leap is coming a lot faster than you think. Our next leap will be July 17th to the 23rd at UCLA. Uh, Last year, we had 50 students live and about 500 virtual. This year, the plan is to have all 450 that we normally get live. And then Hundreds of thousands virtually because this man who is going to be our Meet the Mentor today, Scott Donnell, is going to help us hook into some amazing communities. Um, Scott is a tech entrepreneur and he has built many, many companies and we don't have enough time to go through all of them, but two of his newest ones that are super exciting are called Gravy Stack and Hero Makers. And so, I'm going to just throw to you, Scott, and uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about each of those. The one thing that makes this podcast so popular and different from other podcasts is after you explain what you're doing in your businesses, I want you to explain how you got to be where you got to be. Yep. Because if students watching this say, Hey, I want to be a serial tech entrepreneur just like Scott, what do I need to do to prepare myself? I'd like you to kind of give them a roadmap telling them, You know, you should take these kinds of courses or do these programs or workshops or whatever it is that you think helps Scott become Scott.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, uh, Dr. Bill. This is amazing. Uh, I love your audience, I love the leap. Uh, and I, I just mentorship, uh, development of youth is like my bread and butter. Like this is, I mentor a ton of people in college and young entrepreneurs and med grad students all the time from our biotech company. But yeah, so I I am a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I love starting tech. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's
0: talk about gravy stack.
1: Yeah. So I like to do things I'm really passionate about. That's probably the number one thing. I'll only get into something if I, you know, I eat, sleep and breathe it and I can't stop thinking about it. It's not about money. It's about impact to me. And so gravy stack, it's, it kind of sounds like a game. Actually, it's a banking, it's a bank uh, for teenagers. Um, we are basically creating like a debit card bank account that, that, uh, families use mostly teenagers, middle school, high school, college, uh, to be able to learn financial independence. Right. And you can earn money by completing a bunch of fun games and challenges in our gravy stack app and everything you, you basically through these games, you learn everything from saving budgeting and investing. We help you like learn stock investments, even like crypto. Uh, we're teaching borrowing and, and protecting your identity and your your online presence. You know, what you say online is there forever. You guys, everyone listening probably knows that, but it's a bunch of fun games that you complete um, and challenges that real world challenges that you can complete for actual pay. You can get hired for gigs in there and every dollar you make, we actually in the app, the UI the user interface basically it flows through the pipes into your main bank account, and you see the flow of money in real time, which I think is how banks should be done. Wow! Right? So That's you you amazing. you go into a bank, you know, you you download Chase or something, and you know, everyone listening to this, banking is boring, banking isn't fun, and it don't really teach you anything. Like, you don't learn anything. You basically just it's good for accountants only. Uh, and CPAs. So what we're trying to do is show the flow of money. So when money comes in, it hits your account, but then it splits into your jars. So we have a save, spend, share jar. And it, it, literally if, t- if 10 bucks comes in, you're saying, all right, I'm putting 20% into savings, 10% into giving 70% into my debit card. And you hey, watch Scott, which flow. Which, which banks will participate in this? Um, we have a, a Synapse, which is an, a banking as a service tech platform. That's our backer, and they're so doing. If, a- if I'm a student watching and I have like a hundred bucks that I want to start doing this with, how do yeah. I get started in it? So right now, go to GravyStack.com. GravyStack—it's literally we didn't want it to sound like a bank at all because it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, and what does GravyStack even mean? So gravy train and stacks yeah. of money. Gravy stuff. There you go. So, you know, it's like a Fortnite game. Like we don't want it to be like boring, like, you know, Wells Fargo or something business oriented, because it's the point here is to teach financial capabilities, but nobody learns anything unless it's fun, right? Or unless it's aspirational or exciting for them. And so we just are reinventing how people think about money. And so there's, you know, there's challenges for learning your your money motto. Like, how are you built? Are you a consumer? Are you a hoarder? Are you a spender? Do you just spend wildly for like access to things or like because you want to have like cred or do you buy the $400 Nike shoes because you want to have the status? Like we're teaching you smart money decisions and how to invest in your future how to save correctly for short-term and long-term. And then, you know, how to give, how to share, how to, you know, we we hook up to all eight, whatever it is, eight and a half million nonprofits in North America. You can just Google search them and it hooks it up. And you get our in-house coin. We're going to be launching a crypto with this so that you literally can earn coins as well as you complete these challenges, not just money, but coin. And so, yeah, it's a really fun opportunity for especially high school. Like, you know, 14 to seven, maybe 13, 12 or 13, up to 17. Like this is big. And then going all the way through college because we help people in college, like, you know, your first job, your first car, your first house, your first career. So yeah, that's Could Gravy Stack.
0: an idea of some of the things that you would learn on, um, on Gravy Stack.
1: Yeah, so for the younger folks, it's basics of like, you know, one of my favorites for the younger folks is the Dinner Budget Challenge you get 10 bucks per family member. You got to go buy the food and you got to feed the family for dinner, but you get to keep all the profit uh, under the 10 bucks a person. So let's say you got five people to feed, you get 50 bucks for dinner, but you have to get a four out of five star rating from the family. Oh. Right, so you can't just go give them top ramen. You got to figure out like, a, you know, a, an actual course, you know, and drinks and a protein. And, you know, you have to give them a good meal. And so it just teaches that one challenge and you get like 20 grit points from just doing that one thing. And you're up leveling. Uh, and we have a broke celebrity challenge to teach budgeting. So, uh, you literally, there's like a bunch of, uh, you have to research five people that have made over $50 million and then gone bankrupt, whether it's an athlete or a actress or actor or musician. How long does it take to do each one of these challenges? Some challenges are 10 minutes. Some are several days. Like There's challenges about getting gigs in your neighborhood, mowing lawns, babysitting, washing cars, starting selling products. There's all these challenges in there that you complete. But once you complete it, you get our certificate of financial independence. And that's going to become very quickly the gold standard for colleges, for jobs, for resumes. You get a literal downloadable PDF that can go on as, as an attachment. You're like a level... 10 certified gravy stack, uh, pro. So that's really what we're building for folks. So
0: how many students do you anticipate you can enroll in gravy stack in the next few months?
1: We're launching our MVP, uh, in a couple of weeks here in December. And then we are just doing a closed beta for a few months. And then by the middle of Q1 2022 next year, we'll be, um, starting to enroll the first 20,000 kids. All and right. Then, you know what we're yeah. going to do? I'm going to give a free virtual
0: scholarship to any student who enrolls in your program. They can attend LEAP virtually for free as part of their initiation into your program. I love and it. And for any students who want to come to LA and attend live, we'll figure out some kind of cool... Discount code with that they'll get too, but I would love to have all twenty thousand of your students attending Leap.
1: Yeah, we'll send it out, man. We'll we'll send it out whether it's in-person or virtual. We're we're expecting to serve ten million families through this tech. So I that's it. a that's a seven-year five to seven-year plan. We've got some huge names involved. I just got off the phone with Shaq's team. Uh, he is big on financial literacy for the next generation. He's just big so. dude. <laughs> yeah, he's just big. Period. He's yeah. big every way. Yeah, his my whole four, my whole arm fits inside of his shoes, as we yeah. talked about earlier. But yeah, it's
0: crazy how big these guys are. I remember you don't probably don't remember this guy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, um, was a you know a big. He was almost seven feet tall. Right. And I was at the gym, and I'm looking at him, and he walks in. I'm like, I mean, he's big, but like not that big. And he sits down next to me and we're on one of these leg machines where you like lift your leg up and yep. then i looked at like the distance from my hip to my knee was half of his hip to his knee. I'm like he is big.
1: Yeah. Huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean these guys are massive. I've I've got some close friends that were in either NBA or NFL and it's unbelievable to just the magnitude, some of these linemen, like, oh, I friends, know.
0: And then they, 380. they yeah.
1: he's 380 pounds. All I know muscle. as big as they are, they get them bigger. Um,
0: what's the end goal for gravy stack? Like, you know, when, if you could wave a magic wand and say, okay, we're launching now. And like
1: in, you know, five years, this is where I want us to be. Where is that? So I, I've, I never really had any financial training growing up right? Like I had my first little business when I was eight, I was selling bead geckos in my to door to door for like a dollar. And I was learning all this stuff and profit and everything. I didn't have any roadmap. And most of my friends don't that have kid, young kids, you know, most of entrepreneurs, even you'd think that they'd have a plan. Nobody has a plan. They're just like, <laughs> I'll hopefully I get my kids like a, a checking account when they're 12 or something. And that's all they basically have. And so the real vision and mission that I have with this is you know, 40% of student loans are set to be defaulting in the next decade. That's crazy. It's trillions of dollars of problems on our economy. And that's going to hurt all of, these, all of your listeners when they're older. And I think if we can stem that uh, tide, to change that tide around to give young people financial capabilities, it's not about financial literacy. That's kind of an old term. It's really about financial independence and, and capabilities to understand investment compounding interest, personal responsibility, grit, delayed gratification. Oh my goodness. If you can delay your gratification, you know, there was a famous, um, Stanford study, the the marsh or the the marshmallow study. Yeah. You remember this where they gave five-year-olds a marshmallow and they said, if you don't touch this for the next 30 minutes, I'll give you another marshmallow. And kids are just sitting there in this room waiting and watching it. And some ate it, some didn't got another marshmallow. Well, the kids that didn't eat the marshmallow and got another one, they've tracked them. And the statistics were off the charts. Like it was double the the higher grades, better SAT scores, better grad. They they tracked them for 15 years. And yeah, so Play yeah. I, get it. I mean, drug addiction, like. Like pregnancy as a teenager, like depression, like everything changed when you learn about delayed gratification. So that's what we want to do with this.
0: What about going internationally? Like, have you thought about doing this in foreign languages?
1: Yes. Yeah. We have some massive groups in um, Asia and Central America that want to get this. We're starting in North America. And as soon as our tech, because some of the banking is difficult to be able to launch worldwide, you have to get a lot of reporting done. But yeah, as we go, we're going to be taking this worldwide. All right, that's awesome.
0: Let's move on to Hero Makers because that one speaks to me, baby. Hero Maker Studios. That's right. So, so yeah, why this... you give us a, a description of what it is because this isn't
1: out anywhere yet. Nobody knows about this. So yeah, so I I was the a public company CEO. I'm only 35, but I feel like yeah, i me like too. 70. Yeah, you too. Um, I started this biotech company called Happy, H-A-P-B-E-E. If people want to nerd out, it's a biotech company that basically gives you the digital effect of like certain compounds like melatonin or caffeine or theobromine to help you sleep or have focus when you're studying. And I was the public company CEO of this until about um, March. And when the day I stepped down as a CEO, because I like to build them, get them going and get out the back door, like be an advisor and own the company. Right. And let better people run them, right? My life is all about who, not how. The day I stepped down from that company, uh, I got a call from the founder of Comic Con, uh, Garab Sheamus. He was Stanley's like closest confidant and friend. He was the um, he also f- the founder of Wizards, the magazine. If there's any comic book superhero fans listening. Sure. He is the goat in this world, and he'll never say that himself, but everyone knows it. And he called me and he said, hey, let's partner up and let's create our own universe of comics, like the next DC, the next Marvel, and we'll have it be community run, community led, and we'll partner with 100 famous um, actors, musicians, athletes, and we will launch these amazing, fun comics for the next generation and the next universe of people. Um, You know, the Eternals movie didn't get very good reviews. You know, Superman's going downhill with some of the new crazy stuff going like it's all centralized. And so he said, let's partner up. Let's launch mobile first comics to the world that turn into movies and franchises. And, you know, let's have this be owned and run and decided on by the community, the customer." So people now, like as we build these comics, they can vote on what happens to things. They can vote on characters and plot lines and collaborations and crossovers. And so it's called heromakerstudios.com. The website's going live any the any next week. And we'll be starting to launch these early 2022. Um, and it's going to be mobile first comics. We're even going to have an app where you can download all the readers. You can engage. Uh, you can create your own comics eventually as well. Uh, And so that's just a really fun, fun opportunity that I love storytelling. And I think we have an opportunity here to tell some of the coolest stories. Like, here's a great example. Jim Quick, who is the brain coach to the stars. He's a dear friend of mine. He was just on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine. Uh, He's like Will Smith's brain coach and Oprah's brain coach. And he knows more about the brain than almost anyone on the planet. We have a comic that we're going to launch with him. I won't say the name, but it's about like a, a an ethical hacker who uses his brain to basically solve worldwide problems behind behind a screen as like a ghost. And it's this crazy like theme and plotline and worldwide problems he's solving. It's it, and he gets these superpowers like low grade RF technology superpowers. Super fun. Um, but I love the idea of telling stories that are very relational to everyday people. Um, You know, you get these weird stories of like Thor and other worlds that aren't really relatable to people. But I love like the Spider-Man stories, like, you know, the, the kid, the neighborhood kid who gets bit by a spider and all of a sudden his life changes. Those are just way more relatable and fun. And so um, that's what we're building a hundred of these comics over the next three to four years. We're launching them each with, with famous folks. I won't say all the names, but you you and I are mutual friends probably with half of them. Um, and you know, here's a good example. So my sister has spina bifida, okay? She has a, a disability. It's not a disability. It's a superpower if you really think about it, right? Like people on the spectrum lack ego. People that have Down syndrome are the nicest, most loving, kind people on the face of the planet, right? Like they just did a study at MIT and they, they took a few um, kids with severe autism, high schoolers, right. and they gave, them, they gave them intense algorithmic comp, like tech uh, coding problems to solve. And they put them up against the MIT grad software engineers. And the kids with the autism beat them. They got it done in five hours, and it took the other kids forty. I so, believe. But but here's the problem: how many how many villains in all of the traditional comics and superhero movies out there are have disabilities? They're in they're in wheelchairs, or they have a, a handicap, or they have like right. a they're they're on the spectrum, or they don't care about right. people. You know, I think it should be the other way around. I I think that people that have disabilities should be the superheroes. And so part of our stories are going to be making them the heroes of these of these comics. And whether they're sidekicks or they're the main character, like that's one of the things that we're able to do in creating our own universe. So that's what I'm passionate about. That's why we're doing it. I love it. I love it.
0: So. These are amazing companies and we're super excited to see where they grow. My my next question is more about you. You know, if, if I'm a student, I'm watching this and, and I really am interested in becoming, uh, you know, a serial tech entrepreneur. How do I prepare myself? Like what kind of classes should I take? Are there seminars I should go to? Are there books I should
1: read? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I, I think. Anybody who is entrepreneurial um, should do whatever you can to learn. I'm, I'm huge on mentorship and, uh, and apprenticeship. Um, I think anybody in high school or college uh, or in their you know, early 20s and they're just starting out a career, you need to write down who you, what you love, what you're good at, and what are the biggest needs to solve in the world. Okay? I call it the sweet spot. What you're good at what you love and what are the biggest needs in the world and your sweet spot or calling or whatever you want to call it is where those three things combine. And so take some time, write down what comes to mind on what you love, what you're good at, by the way, what you love and what you're good at are not always the same thing. I love things I suck at and I, you know, and I'm really good at things I hate. So Right, You have to find things that are flow time that you love to do, that you're really, really good at, um, you know, whether it's art or writing or sculpting or solving problems or, or, you know, entrepreneur, whatever it is. And then I would try to ask everyone, you know, who are the best three people that match something in that sweet spot, right? Whether it's a doctor, whether it's an engineer, whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's a tech entrepreneur like myself, And just go shadow those people. Go meet with them. Say, hey, can I take you to lunch? That's it. Uh, And see if you can follow them for a day or a week. My first job at a grad school was a, um, a barter company, of all things. I wanted to learn what barter was like. And I wanted to understand this world in Seattle, where I'm from. I live in Phoenix now. but So I walked into the largest barter company in America. They had no job postings or anything. And I walked in and I said, I've studied your business with the CEO. I studied your business for the last three months. I think you have three holes in the business that I'd like to fill. And I'd like to have a commission-only job to solve them. And if I can do that, one, solve one of those in the next six months, would you start paying, paying me? And he, he literally hired me on the spot. And he paid me a salary on the spot because of my gumption and my forward thinking. He's you said, know, do you have any idea how so... many people I want to think that way?
0: Yeah, Scott, that's brilliant. You know, I, I remember my daughter, Charlie, was applying for a job at an ice cream parlor. And she said, Dad, let's do a practice interview. I'm like, okay. So I said, okay, Charlie, well, what's the first question you always asked is, why do you want to work here? And her answer was you know, I really think I'll learn a lot of great business skills. I'll learn how to do customer service. I'll learn, I'll learn, I'll learn. I said, "Eh." they don't care about you. What they want is what can you offer them? I said, the way you're going to answer that is, you know, I love ice cream. I've always loved ice cream and all my friends love ice cream. So if I'm working here, I'm going to have all my friends coming, buying ice cream from you. You know, that's the person I want to hire because, you know, you did exactly the right thing. You walked in and said, this is what I can do to make your business better. How can you say no to that? And I think a lot of students are so egocentric and so myopic that, you know, they're, they're focusing on like, how am I going to gain it? And nobody cares about you.
1: (laughs) What they care about is what you can do for them. Honestly. That's exactly right. And in four months of that job, uh, they handed me the top ten clients on a platter. I brought in Kimpton Hotels, one of the largest hotel chains in the world. I mean, I was twenty three years old, and that was an incredible learning experience. But it all comes down to add value, right? If you're entrepreneurial, add value. find Find a need that adds value in a profitable way. If you're trying to get hired somewhere. Rather, whether it's whether it's a doctor, a dentist and whatever it is, a teacher, walk in and write down exactly how you're going to add value to them on day one and go with it and and as long as you execute, you will never have to worry about a job. The only people that have to worry about jobs are the people that are not adding any value it's as simple as that. I agree a hundred percent a hundred percent so
0: here's what we're going to do. i'm going to hook you up with james. we're going to make a promo code. For all of your students. So in your introductory package, um, when they sign up for Gravy Stack, um, they'll be able to apply with a promo code for LEAP 2021, 22, sorry. 2022. And, um, yeah. and then, sorry. you know, later on, we'll we'll give them a great offer if they'd
1: like to come to LEAP Live. Sounds good. Yeah. And I'll try to make some time. I know I couldn't, I was out of the country last year, but I'd love to get some time to get to. I'd love to, to hang uh, out.
0: I'd love so if students want to contact you directly, is that a possibility?
1: Um I don't do email. Okay. Uh, I have six emails across all the companies with five companies, but I my EAs will. So I have executive assistants that do all my emails for me, but you can email me. The easiest one's probably gonna be Scott at happy.com. That's the biotech company. And it's spelled H A P B E E. That's right happy.com that's the biotech company um shana is her name she'll read all those if you just say you heard about me from the leap uh podcast uh, i'd be happy to connect with you guys there awesome scott thank you so much for your time i'm super
0: excited to work with you with uh leap 2022 and i hope you can actually
1: come and be a speaker at it as well would love to yeah thanks so much for listening everybody that was great all right dr bill over and out
0: To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.